Snap! Welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Kat, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Grandmasters, and Master Swordcaster, Dragon Rider. And of course, we, as always, we have Smarms. How are we doing this week, ladies? Yay! Yay! Good. Really good. <laughs> good to be back. Good yes. to have good to have Dragon Rider back. Yes, yes, I'm back. It is it is good to be back. I am I am grateful. I admittedly I said this to you both before we started, but I didn't get to finish listening to the episode, but it was uh, you know, listening to that opening and then it was like, Oh, like I'm always there for the opening. Like it's so weird, like listening to you do your opening and then it'd be like, Oh, wait <laughs> Like I'm just listening to this after the fact, not uh <laughs> Not me being here live, but I'm glad to be back. I, I missed you both. I've missed everybody talking about the game. And mm-hmm. you know, last week was just, oh my goodness, it was it was a mess. And I did not even like, I literally only opened and played Hearthstone uh, on one day, which was Friday last week. Uh-huh. And that was only because I had a THL match, which I completely forgot about. Until Friday afternoon, when I happened to uh, look at Discord and was like, oh, crap, yeah, I'm going to be on stream and everything. So that was the only time that I oh. <laughs> even played last wow. week. Um, so that was that was not so great. Um, but yeah, that's it was it was a rough week. But, you know, I'm glad that it's over. And now we're on to this week. And, you know, hopefully things continue just getting better. Yeah. I'm glad to have you back. Yes, we missed you, as always. We went off the rails a little bit last week. <laughs> <laughs> totally unhinged. Just completely. We had a good That's time though. I know. think it was I think we had a we had a very, very fun show, so I enjoyed it immensely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh just just not really stick into the mission statement of uh climbing the standard ranked ladder, but you know, sometimes you nail it and sometimes it's whatever everyone's allowed to have an off week (laughs) (laughs) but we we had a good time and that's that's the most important part we had a good time so yes ah so we didn't really do a poll question last week because smarms and i got going and then we're like oh wait we didn't do a poll question (laughs) So we didn't do a poll question last week, so sorry. <laughs> yep. Uh but I'm sure you guys would have voted really interesting answers had we decided to come up with anything. <laughs> exactly. If we decided to remember, hey, this is that thing we do every week on the show. Me especially. <laughs> Smarms has an excuse, but <laughs> <laughs> one of the like just one of the few basic <laughs> checklist things, you know, pretty obvious, but hey, whatever. Um, um. That's right. We'll have yeah. one this week. Yeah. So there will be one at the end of this episode. So hope y'all are ready for that. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. So anything else we want to chat about briefly before we go into the news? Um, I think the news is the most exciting stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Not I was s- just going to plug a couple things. Go. If, you know. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do. Because I, I do just want to make everyone aware as well that this coming weekend, March 4th and 5th, is the Supergirl Gamer Pro Battlegrounds event. 
And uh, I'll be casting again with Rain. I'm super excited for that. But I believe both of you signed up to play. Mm-hmm. So yes. yay! So the whole crew gonna be there this weekend doing that. So I'm I'm really excited for that. I wish both of you the best of luck. I hope we get to uh Thanks. to see you both kick butt, and then we can <laughs> uh, you know report back next week on how it went. Um, I know this is a standard podcast, but you know we we all do kind of dabble some at least in BGs. So you know hopefully uh, hopefully that goes pretty well this weekend. I'm I'm excited for that. Um, and then I will say uh, next Monday night, so then Monday the 6th, uh, I will be guesting again on um, Bread and Butter to kind of work through some of our uh, kind of building block basics, uh, if you've you know listened to that. And then Tito and I will be casting the Coin Concede Listener Series uh, finals on on his channel um, Monday nights at like 9 p.m. Eastern. So if you want to check that out, you know, cross promote with those other uh, wonderful podcasts. They've been doing that listener series for quite a while now. So I'm excited to uh, to kind of pitch in a little bit with that and, you know, help cast that finals. It's going to be pretty interesting. It's between um, Potato and World 8. And I'm not familiar with either of those players. So I'm really excited to see how their game goes. Nice. That should be fun. Sounds cool. Let's yeah. wait for coin is always good times. So, uh, so okay. Well, let's move. Anything else you need to plug? Or is that everything? Perfect. Well, make sure you plug it at the end of the show as well. Um, so we'll just move on to our news uh, real quick, and then we'll talk about it here. So, play Hearthstone T's upcoming balance patches for both battlegrounds and constructed modes standard and wild tease nerfs buffs for bgs and nerfs to several cards in both standard and wild um so real quick we'll just read we don't know what the buffs are or i mean the the nerfs are as of this moment in time but we do know construct quarter goldshire knoll and gray sage parrot are the cards in standard that are going to be hit so yeah um i really feel like construct quarter is a good one to hit that thing was a beast and a half to deal with because they could get their little charge guy out hit you in the face with it and then turn him into a rush minion that was like it's a four or five right and that location only cost three that was like absurd (laughs) and aggressive like um but I'm, of course, sad about Null. <laughs> That's heartbreaking as an Evolve Shaman player. Yeah, I mean, it's probably time. It's one of those things where I'm like, why did it, it took a long time for that one to get hit. So, okay. I don't, yeah, yeah I don't disagree at all. It is still heartbreaking. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Yeah, these these are really interesting. Um, I was kind of wondering like when we were gonna be seeing some changes. Uh, so yeah, a couple of wild only cards, and then the Gray Sage Parrot. Um, I know we we were chatting a little bit before we started recording, but it's like, okay, Gray Sage Parrot is still in standard, mm-hmm. but 
it seems like from some of the chatter and you know hey we're i'm just gonna like plug all these other podcasts uh today i don't i don't know what's going on but uh you know shout out to the um the wild podcast as well born to be wild um they i jumped in their discord just to kind of see the chatter that was going on in there and uh it, it definitely seems like grace age parrot is going on with um some mage shenanigans in wild uh so it it feels like that change is mo- maybe a bit more directed towards uh wild at least again we don't know exactly what the changes are but um it's not really relevant or prevalent in standard at the moment so it, i'm sure it will still have some impacts in standard but it's not really like all over the place the other two as you mentioned Yes, the, those are very, very popular. Construct Quarter mm-hmm. and Null definitely need to get changed. Like, yeah, they're yeah. they're both so so good. So, um, let's talk for a couple of minutes about like what we think. Because, uh, Kat, you were mentioning before we started recording a couple of changes, and I kind of have some uh, some different ideas. So I'm kind of interested to hear what you both think. Uh, you would like to see or what you think they should do for the changes to these two cards. Okay. So I think we were pretty much in agreement that maybe if we were going to change, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, no, that it should cost 11 so that it can't evolve into any of the 10 drops. So that's kind of where I think it's the easiest change for them to make. And in my mind, it makes the most sense because the problem isn't the null itself. It's the fact that it uh, gets evolved into <laughs> ten other 10 drops and the yeah. other 10 drop pool is really good. So like um, being able to have a 10 drop on turn three or turn four kind of ridiculous so like i think i would be willing to put money on the fact that it'll go to 11 because there's the only thing oh go ahead i was gonna say there's no other 11 cost minions so it's going to evolve into itself that's going to that's going to kill evolve shaman because the only but that means yeah because if you then evolve your 10 cost cards, they're all going to end up at null eventually. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's kind of a bummer. But, like, I guess they are trying to, like, really kick it in the teeth. Because, yeah, if it's just one more cost, that's where I'd almost rather see it go to 12 or something. Mm-hmm. Just, like, absurd. That way you're, um, you know, if you do get those, like, 10 cost cards out that are kind of a little bit of a linchpin piece. Um, then, you know, not everything's going to null eventually. I mean, that's... It's fine. Just just let it all turn into nulls that just can't evolve back into other things. <laughs> it's time. It's fine. How could... Null I can... will become the, like, Achilles heel. I don't see any problems here. Our once great champion <laughs> come back to bite no. us in the butt. <laughs> Y'all are mean. Y'all just... <laughs> why? why are you hating on my good, good Evolve Shaman boy? 
it's, what it's I had know. its time. It's had its time. That's why yeah. I'm hating on it. You know, it was okay for a little bit, but it's, now it's just like it's outstate. It's welcome. All right, that that's how I feel. <laughs> I mean, when you can pick the evolve for one mana, and Thaddeus is in the pool, I have I yeah. I can count the times I've seen Thaddeus be dropped in turn four from a shaman deck a little too too a little too frequently to be comfortable with it so um and i think that's the problem with the deck is that like it just is feels unbeatable when it does what it does so like i'm just gonna need noel to back the back the heck off for for a little bit while it goes to um before it gets rotated out so calm down noel we knew you we knew ye well. Maybe maybe when they um I assume one hundred percent they'll revert the change back when it goes to wild because there's the Snow Fury giant at eleven mana. So like it doesn't work in wild. Okay. Do you think there's Yeah. There's not really like it has to be the cost of the card, right? There's no point, like because the whole point was to evolve it. Yeah. So. There's no point in like ruining its stats or anything. No, 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 no. There's there's literally no point in doing anything but making it cost more so it does not evolve. So and yeah. I think that's I think that's what's gonna happen. They're just going to take it and just go, Alright, well you can evolve it into itself. Heartbreaking, guys. Heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, it's just um Yeah. I need it I need it to stop. I think Evolve Shaman will still be my guess is still be bottom of tier two or top of tier three, even after mm-hmm. if they do that null change. Uh I think people will just lean more into the um like trying to get prescience into uh Vulgin. And pull out like Neptalon and that other kind of stuff that they were doing before a little bit. Um, that's kind of my my guess is it you know it, it will get worse, but I think it'll still be like okay in some of those other okay. circumstances. Mm-hmm. I um, agree. Yeah, you just won't have like the turn three you know ten drop. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Right, um, what about Construct Quarter? I this one I don't know. It's either going to. I think the most likely scenario is that it, um, the durability gets dropped. Like, oh, I, I mean, I would consider, uh, compare it to the mage location. And when that was too good, they took one, uh, durability off the location. So, but I don't know if that's still too good. So it could go to, you know, four mana. And re- remain at um, uh, three charges. I don't know. So, like, those are the two things that I think are potentially possible. I don't think both, but one or the other is in my mind. Okay. That's really interesting about the durability because I was kind of thinking, you know, increasing the mana at a certain point, like, if it's out there for long enough, it doesn't really make a huge huge difference or at least in my mind um as big of a difference like i was almost hoping that they would like 
a four five is kind of a chunky guy to have out. Um, mm-hmm. And so I would almost rather see the stats on the minion that it brings out um, be smaller. But you know I understand I- that says a I'm not playing that deck. And so I have a bit of an outsider opinion on do you know what how, I want to happen to it. You know how I know it's not going to be that? Because there's not another card on that nerf list, the one that transforms it into the same minion. So <laughs> it's not changing the stats. For Construct Corner? Yeah. I, I I would actually think that they would change the stats too. Um, that's kind of the, the direction I'm leaning. Uh, I could see them also actually doing a combination of changing the stats slightly and changing the durability. Um, I still think two four fives is just a little too good. Um, maybe they do two durability and f- change it to four four instead of four five. Um, I I could also see them buffing it or bumping it all the way down to like a three four rusher. <laughs> that maybe feels slightly. Um, you know, harsh, but I think it's just, it's too good. And it's being played in like all of the Death Knight decks, which I think is, is kind of where I'm having the biggest issue with it is like, it's being played in everything. Like why, you know, maybe if you're trying to take advantage of like destroying your thing and getting a death rattle effect and then getting a rush body out of it, you know, or, or something, I guess because of the hero power, but I don't know. It just, it feels like it's just way too prevalent. And I think even with two uses and a four or five, it's still going to be really good. So I, I feel like yeah. they do need to adjust the stats, but I could see them doing both, honestly, like slightly adjusting the stats of the body and putting it to two durability. Okay. I'm telling you, they're not going to adjust the stats because there's the card that generates the same minion. And what did they do last time? They changed the two cards that had the same minion that were spawned. They were both changed. I'm telling you right yeah. now, that's, the stats uh, are yeah, going to get... That's, that's true. I don't know. I, just, I, I feel like if they just put it to two durability, I feel like it's still too good. Yeah, yeah I don't disagree. But... I do not disagree with what you're saying. Just saying that, like, I agree with you. I think you're on the right track. So, like... That, that's why this one is so interesting and like <laughs> i i'm curious i want to ask you two do you think that they would and i I'll preface this by saying i don't think so but i i think it's an interesting um like thing to talk about with death knight cards do you think they would ever put a rune requirement on it um no like maybe. my natural in- oh sorry go ahead no go for it um, my natural inclination is to say no, but like on the Colossal, they totally did. And so like, you know, the Colossal is the one thing they have for the, um, you know, entire class, but they still made that have a rune requirement. So maybe they will do the same with the location. I think it could be interesting, um, you know, pop that in Unholy and maybe Unholy comes back again. Um but I really think that they are underutilizing rune requirements for both buffs and nerfs. I think that's a fair argument to make. Like, 
rune requirements changes a card drastically. So, like, if that all of a sudden construct quarter um, requires one unholy, guess what? You can't use any more Frostworm's Fury. Yeah, and it just, like, has to be one. You know, they don't need to make it a three rune requirement or anything. But yeah, I think just sticking one in there so you can't synergize it with the other, like, way overpowered cards right now mm-hmm. um could be really interesting yeah <coughs> excuse yeah. me i think that's very a very good point okay yeah like like i said i don't suspect that they will make that change but i, I think it's just something and probably something that they're you know going forward right since they have this rune system for any death knight card that they create they're gonna have to consider that do we want this to be specific to only one rune, you know, type? And if so, do we have to set it at like three? Like Smarm said, do we put it, you know, do we try this dual rune thing like they did with the Colossal? Do we not have a rune and see how good it ends up being across multiple Death Knight decks? You know, how do they balance those cards and those decisions? Uh, just going forward, I think in general is is pretty interesting. And yeah, I, I feel like Unholy would probably be where I would lean to if if I thought they would give it a rune. Um, you know, maybe like if they wanted to try the dual thing, like one Unholy, one Frost would be like really interesting. Kind of funny. Um, yeah. But I think that would pretty much kill the card if they did that. Uh, but yeah, okay. I, I was just curious. I, I don't think they'll do that, but I think just the Death Knight rune thing is, is very interesting to me and something that i wanted to bring up so i agree i think it's super interesting so um i'm excited to see what comes out of it and i think it'll be a very a very interesting glimpse into what what the philosophy is going to be here so i'm i just i have to say i'm excited about it so but there's one card left we have, and that's Grey Sage Parrot. <laughs> um, does it? Do we have any idea of what yeah. it's going to cat? <laughs> I don't think any of us <laughs> play wild enough to I, like. Yeah, I just I don't really know how it impacts standard. Honestly, like I guess if they bump it up a mana, I mean I don't I don't know. Again, I don't play wild yet, like you said, so I don't know what change would be best for it impacting wild i guess if they just bump it up mana that seems like the easiest or they could go what making it it's five right right now yeah spell. make it they could you, make it six six yes and then it yeah. wouldn't recast time warp mm-hmm. so yeah so they could just say yeah only recast spells that cost six or more uh those are kind of the two solutions that i think are are the most likely i don't think the body stats like matter at all for (laughs) anything so to me those those two are are the most likely i imagine they'll make it cost just one more right because then that removes the Mm -hmm. endless turn uh glitch thing that they had going on uh does it um 
I guess you can't play both in the same turn. Like, um, when there were the brand issues with, I don't remember who, but um, just making it cost one more so you couldn't have like a turn 10. I mean, Bran, uh, Bran cost three and Grey Sage Parrot would cost seven then. Oh, I guess like I meant uh, this was like a different time um, back okay. when Bran was like way too when, synergistic yeah. with something else. Yeah. I think you're talking, I think you're looking at, uh, thinking about, uh, Sinstrider, Kael'thas Sinstrider, when that was, um, uh, when it cost seven, and you could yes. play Bran, Sinstrider, Denathrius. So, yes. Yes. And so just, like, increasing that cost by one, so you can't do everything the exact same turn, but once again... Wild is uh, a different place altogether, but like it is going to impact a little bit on standard. Mm-hmm. But it is a rotating card, if I'm not mistaken, so it's not going to impact standard for terribly long. But um, not terribly long, but yeah. So that's it's still going to. Uh, it might not even if they change the the up the cost of what spell they cast, then it might not even affect standard at all, because the lowest cost spell big spell mage pay, plays is sometimes it plays Blizzard, which okay. is six. But yeah. you know, Drake Fire Amulet ten, Rune of the Archmage nine. So if it doesn't change that, then if those if those still do it, then. Those decks are still golden. That's a good point. So. Um, huh. It'll be <laughs> interesting to see. Yes, it will be. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with that. But that, again, is not a wild issue. Or that's not a standard <laughs> issue. That's a wild issue. So it's just like. It just happens to momentarily be in standard as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, that. This will pass. This too will pass. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. All right, guys, are we? Do we think we're ready to move on to best strategies to hit our next milestones and sure. goals? I'm I'm interested because Dragon Raider's like we could talk about this, and I'm like, sure, <laughs> let's do it. I mean, you're the yes. you're the you're the one on the cast that always has the the deep thoughts about the mental game and upping your like mental game so it's like it's always interesting to hear you talk about it yes wow i appreciate that thank you um yeah so i i guess we can kick things off by saying uh so again you know uh, plug in Tito, Tito Santana and his channel. Um, you know, he kind of reached out to me fairly recently and was like, Hey, I want to start this thing, uh, where we kind of have some creators that are, you know, we're, we're going to be working on individual content, but kind of collaborating at the same time. And we're kind of sharing our journey to 11, which is like our journey to 11 stars. And we're all at different places for me. I've gotten 11 star several times, like a handful of times. Um, so for me, my journey to 11 is going to be like journey to 11 consistently <laughs> and not just like journey to 11 for the first time um, where some people might be. 
And, you know, I, I just, I think that going from something like, hey, I want to hit legend for the first time, or I want to hit legend consistently, versus I want to hit, you know, 11 star um, for the first time, or 11 star consistently, or even if you've never been into diamond, and you're looking to go, hey, I want to get into diamond for the first time, or I want to get diamond consistently every month. A lot of those strategies are going to be the same, right? Because you're, you're really looking at um, your patterns. Uh, and so I, I just I feel like a lot of this can kind of apply to whatever milestone it is that you're looking to hit. Or if you want to hit a certain milestone more consistently, there's kind of the same things that you can do repeatedly. Um, and, and they'll change, you know, slightly, like as you get higher and higher. Um, but overarching, I think a lot of this is the same. Um, but I wanted to ask both of you how, I guess, if you had to say, like, what is kind of your next milestone or goal? Uh, and do you have, like, before our conversation, do you have a strategy in mind that you uh, are going to use to try to get there? And if not, that's okay, too. I'm just kind of curious if you do. Um, so smarms we'll hear from you first uh, so mine is a pretty like I just would like to hit legend for the first time ever um my kind of issue is more of a more basic one because I split my time between this and battlegrounds I just don't put enough time into standard right now and like I know that's my predominant issue because like I am able to climb with some decks um and, like, I definitely do have other issues that are keeping me from, like, really climbing as aggressively as I could. However, I think the main one is just you have to play a lot of games because, like, even with the best things, and I think I did have a 70% win rate with Evolve Shaman, you still do have to get those games in where you are climbing with it. Um, so I know that's my main issue as of now. Okay. What about yeah? Um, hmm. I mean, I want to get back to 11x. I've been there once. I'd like to get back there again. Um, I just haven't found the time I need to put in the amount of effort that's required to get all the way there. And sometimes I get a little bored of some of the um better decks in the meta so some of the times i'm just like eh, i don't care like i'm literally just like this month i was like i don't want to play anymore frost death knight so i've just been playing wonky stuff and like losing ranks so was, that brings up such a good point that like my standard play is so much better when the decks that i'm interested in align with the best decks because <laughs> otherwise like I just, like, can't, like, I will learn a boring deck or a overly complicated deck, but it's just not going to be as good. <laughs> it's just never going to synergize as well, mm -hmm. so. It's not going to jive with your style. Nah. I get that. Yeah. Those are really good points. And I, and I think for me, like, not hitting 11x consistently is is also because of that because like i will have times where 
you know, for the first week of the month or two weeks, I'm like, I'm going to hit legend super fast. I'm going to climb. I'm playing this deck. I'm just feeling it like, yes, let's go. I'm enjoying this deck, you know. And then there's other times where I'm like, I hate this meta. I don't want to play. I've got IRL things going on that just like make me also not want to play Hearthstone as much, you know, or whatever. And it's like, it, it is that mix of the time commitment and something you know finding a deck or a style of deck that keeps your interest because you do have to play a large amount of games you know and and even people who are at the top who play a lot i mean if your only goal let's say you know you have the 11 star your only goal is to just keep the 11 star and you don't care about climbing higher or you don't really care about you know hitting a certain rank or um you know, some of the really high people, right, competing if they, you know, don't really care about qualifying at the end of the month, then okay, they can kind of just play their games, get legend, and then probably just ignore the game for the rest of the month, and they'll still have 11 star next month. But, you know, for most of us, that's, that's not how it works, right? We have to, we have to put in the time, we have to put in the games, we have to put in um, some effort. So yeah, I definitely would say that um, time commitment and, you know, finding an interest, you know, finding a deck that that clicks that you enjoy playing uh, is going to help a lot. Um, the downside, though, is, you know, also, you can't just say, oh, just play all the time, right? Because even if you play all the time, if you don't care, you're just autopilot, just playing cards up, oh, I'm just going to play the first thing that comes to my head. And you don't try to, you know, improve along the way, you're going to just jam all those games and not get anywhere. And it's going to feel really frustrating. I think a lot of us have been there. (laughs) I'm there. I'm there pretty frequently. Sometimes, you know, I just play and I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, whatever, like I have to, you know, I'm going to play on stream for six hours, and then I just play. And then at the end of the day, I go, wow, I just played for six hours. But like, I feel like I just went nowhere in my rank or I didn't think through a lot of stuff or by the end of the stream, I just was getting burnt out, you know, and I just stopped like thinking about stuff. I stopped caring like what my opponent might have, (laughs) you know, you just Mm -hmm. like, "Ah, I'm just done with it. Uh, So there definitely has to be a bit of give and take both with um, the time you're putting in, but also what you're doing with that time. Right. Because, uh, And that applies to a lot of things, right? Not just Hearthstone. Um, So one interesting thing that I think I really want us to focus on in this is um, anybody that knows Healthy Gamer GG, he's a psychiatrist that does a lot for like uh, gamers and stuff, recently put out a video that basically was talking about how to have success with something. Uh, It can apply to studying. It can apply to, you know, if you want to get healthier, uh, you know, whatever. And I think it absolutely applies to Hearthstone. Uh, this concept of duplicate what works. Duplicate what things give you success. So it could be maybe you're do better when you have a deck that interests you. Okay, well, that's something that you've had success with, right? I'm successful with climbing ranks when I have a deck that is interesting, or I'm more successful at getting to the rank I want when I put in some time. Uh, maybe you're more successful 
when the meta is a little bit more settled. That's that's me. Maybe you're somebody who, you know, you're you're pretty good with deck building and you can take advantage like of right after uh, nerfs go in or right after an expansion and you just do really well in that time. Those are all things that you can notice that you have success with. So you can kind of duplicate that and say, okay, what, you know, aspects of that um, are, are helping me be successful. If you're more interested in the deck you're playing, you're probably going to be more engaged throughout the game, right? So that's, that's something you can look at. Um, I think even things outside the game, are you playing and something IRL is happening? You know, you're fighting with a, a loved one or, you know, a friend and then you just go play to blow off steam, but you're not really invested in playing. Uh, you know, maybe it's that, you know, you're just drinking and <laughs> you go to play and you're like not paying attention to your play because, you know, you've been drinking, um, I, you know. I think this kind of brings up an interesting point about like how maybe battleground mains have a little bit easier of a time because we all got into this because ultimately it is a game that we enjoy. And so it's kind of hard to take away, like you don't want to take away the avenue of like the sometimes mindless play, but like what a lot of Battlegrounds players do is they have a secondary account where they play all the goofy games. And you can't really do that in standard because that collection, that's just way expensive. Um, and so it's kind of like this tough situation of like, you know, I did start playing this game because sometimes I just want to zone out and play goofy cards. Whereas like when you want to climb, it's, you know, how do I balance these two things within this one area? Oh, yeah, that that's absolutely a great point. And I mean, it's that's something that I feel like this is definitely multifaceted, right? Like there's a lot of different things that can go into this where then you also have to judge is is my goal to just get to that point and you know if you are looking for a certain point um i I think for me i'm a big proponent of like why like have a reason why so like are you wanting to hit a certain point you want to hit legend for the first time just to get the card back and then after that you don't give a crap cool (laughs) You know, then you have your goal, work really hard just to hit it the once you get your card back, cool, you're done, then you can go play your fun games and not care. If it's something you want to hit every month, then you do have to think about that. And is it going to be a struggle? Maybe. I've struggled with that sometimes. Yeah, I'm like, I, I do this, you know, full time, right? <laughs> Stream and try to do content and do these podcasts. And it's like, man, sometimes I just want to play goofy stuff or when a new expansion hits i'm like i just want to build my own stuff i don't care if it's terrible Mm -hmm. i want to try building my own deck and playing it but i do have to you know realize the more that i do that that is going to affect my mmr because i'm playing Mm -hmm. on ladder (laughs) right so then it's like (laughs) okay well now how do you how do you turn this around um so i i think it really does go back a lot to Kind of creating that, like, why? Why do you want to hit it? You know, is it something that you want to hit more consistently? Are you doing it just for, you know, recognition from other people? Are you doing it because you want to get to that certain point? Are you doing it because you want to be competitive? Are you, you know, what is it that's driving you? And try to remind yourself of that, like, reasoning 
you know, going into every time that you're going to play. Like, hey, I know I'm going to try to focus on these games today because I want to feel really proud of myself for sitting down and, and focusing while I'm playing. And that can be your goal every time you go in. You know, it doesn't even have to be like a certain rank, but the more that you do those kind of things, duplicate that success, right? Do you have more success when you're not tired? Do you have more success if you eat first and then play so you're not hungry while you're playing? You know, these are all types of things that you can just figure out what it is for you that like helps when you have felt like you've played well or done well. And then see if you can keep doing that. It's, it's going to be a grind for sure. You know, no matter what point you're at, if you're trying to hit diamond for the first time, legend for the first time, you're trying to get to 11 star, you're trying to whatever it is. Um, it's you, you got to just look at those points. And, um, you know, I think also the the rapid pace that the game changes is, is going to be difficult depending on how much time you're putting in to, to keep up with that sometimes. And that's why I don't want to just lean on the like, oh, just play the same deck. Because that might not always work, you know? And if, okay, Shaman. You play a ton of Shaman, right? You're playing Evolve Shaman. And then a card gets nerfed and you're like, wow, my deck is terrible now. (laughs) You can't just rely on, like, playing that one deck, right? Then you're going to have to learn a different deck or or try a different version of the deck and see if it's going to work. And that's, you know, hard for some people. I love that point of view, but my... Uh, perspective is also like, all right, I know these nerfs are coming on Thursday, right? Well, the first of the month is a Wednesday. So what I need to do is just play endlessly on tomorrow, see how far up I can get with that, just in case I have a hard time with like what's being successful for the rest of the month. (laughs) That's fair. Get as far Uh, as you can before it gets nerfed. Yeah. And so, like, if you can kind of pay attention to, um, you know, what's coming down the pipeline. Um, but I do like the idea of, like, doubling what you're good at. So, like, and also just taking time to, like, figure out what works for you. So I obviously do way better when I'm paying attention. But as someone with severe ADHD, I need something going on. And so, like, that's why I love, like, Evolve decks or Discover decks or something because... You're not just playing the same deck over and over. You're getting different stuff every time. Um, So like you can translate some of those to other facets, but um, it is harder when like uh, the meta goes to something that's way more predictable, which is funny because that's what, you know, Dragon Rider likes. So (laughs) we're never going to be good at the same time. That's totally fine. Everyone's a different a different player and has different play styles. Um, okay, well let me let me ask you both. We'll start with uh, we'll start with Cat this time. What is I, I guess kind of from maybe the things that I've you know, I've talked about here, or if you had any other ideas, what is something that you think for you uh, might help you? try to push towards that you said your your goal is maybe to push towards the 11 star again um do you have a particular like hey i'm really good at that thing um that you you feel like you want to try or incorporate um hmm that's a good question 
I I mean, I think when it comes down to it, I just need to put more time in. And, like, I know that sounds real simple on the surface, but it is definitely one of those things that, like, cannot be overstated. Especially when it comes to, um, like, uh, when it, when it comes to the higher ranks, like, you just have to put games in. You have to grind games. And you have to be on top of the meta and you have to kind of be playing what's what works for you so like i just need to put in you know if i want it i just need to find a month and just put in the time or just get down there early which i almost got there on day two last uh, this month but i was out of town in the first weekend so like i didn't play for a couple days and then i came back and i hit hit it two days later so so I was going to ask you guys, when you hit Legend, like if you hit it early and like therefore your rank's going to be higher because you've hit it before everyone else, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you stop playing, does it like naturally adjust? It decays, or- yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because as other people enter Legend, they might have like a better MMR than you or just more people and you're not playing so other people are going to enter in at Legend, you know, potentially at like a, a better rank than what you are. So then it makes it look like your rank is falling, even okay. if you're not playing. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the only fair way because otherwise just, um, you know, crack some energy drinks and make it to Legend as soon as possible <laughs> would be the way to go. And then just like, don't touch it. Yeah, unfortunately, that you that does not work. So... You have to I mean, it's pretty good that it doesn't work because it would make me a monster um, for the beginning part of every month if I was going to do that. (laughs) Wonderful. um, (laughs) But yeah. So Uh, even looking at like that approach, again, it that's where I say like you kind of have to think about what it is that you want, right? If you just want to hit legend super fast the first day or two and then like post on twitter and be like look at me i'm so awesome i got there like super fast and then like that's it and you don't care and you're not gonna play the rest of the month cool awesome that's your goal you did it if you want to like improve and then you want to get you know the 11 star the next month or you want to keep getting better you know or get that point every month you know again most of us can't really just play for two days in the month and then Mm -hmm. never play and then play again two months you know for two days because by the time then the next month hits and you play for those two days the meta could be completely different or you know things are happening and then you try to play something and you're like what the heck is even going on in the meta i don't know how to play against these decks i don't know what's happening or maybe you don't play around the right stuff you know something got added and then it's evolved into and you're like what the hell (laughs) what is this 11 11 thing now like i don't you know uh so that's why like you know, again, depending on on your goal, you know, if you're looking to just overall improve and keep improving and keep getting to that spot, you know, you you got to keep keep putting in the time and be more consistent with playing and not just like play, you know, a couple days of the month and then not play and then play a couple days of the month. Um, because, you know, maybe for a couple of months it might work, but over the long run, it's going to start to feel harder and harder to, and harder to get that early legend. Yeah. Um, 
But I do think it like brings up a point. So, you know, I was considering like one of my issues is much like Kat, like the time thing. So for the first time ever, I downloaded Hearthstone on my phone. Turns out I'm terrible at playing Hearthstone on my phone. Like just atrocious. Just for not, I can't even begin to like explain to you how bad I am at it. And so it's like, well, this isn't going to solve my problem like I thought it would. You know, I thought this would be the easy way to get more time in, but it's causing its own problems. Um, so I guess like this is a lesson I need to hear is the way you think you're going to solve your problem isn't necessarily going to work always. That's fair. That is 100% accurate. So you yeah. get you get used to playing on phone and tablet you just have to do it like they used to not allow deck trackers in tournaments like that used to be a thing so jeez, yeah i mean I you, just, you just have to get used to like kind of keeping track of things in your head sometimes you mess uh, up sometimes you don't i don't know what it is because like i feel very familiar um with like particularly Evolve Shaman right now. And most of the time I'm not using my um, deck tracker to pay attention to what I actually have still in my deck. Like that's hardly ever what I need it for. I mainly like use it for mulligan guides, but I've got that down so well on Evolve Shaman. And so it's like, I don't know what the missing piece is here, but it is something big because <laughs> boy howdy, it's just not working. Um, but yeah, that's a good point on like, it does get you into better habits, not having, relying on the deck tracker, but um, I, I still don't know. I think it's, I'm too distractible. And so I have to have my small screen when I'm also playing on my medium screen. <laughs> that way I have like a little piece of distraction because uh, small screen only, just not working for me so far. Well, I think you've uh, you've already recognized. I I do say that that is good though to try some different things because sometimes you try something new and you're like, wow, that was amazing. Like I didn't think it would work that well, right? Like I mm -hmm. even you know in how I play some decks, I've tried things like that. I'm like, what if I just like hold my muck pools and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh cool, now I can play the null and like coin out muck pool. And I'm good instead of being like, let's just drop Muckpool on turn one. And then I'd be like, oh, I can't do this now for like two more turns. Yeah. You know, so trying different stuff. Absolutely great. If you feel like it doesn't work, though, you know, maybe you try it again. But if you it sounds like for you, you've recognized some reasons why that's probably not going to work. So then you can say, OK, if I want to really climb, I got to put in time, but it has to be putting in time at the computer and not yeah. on my phone and then you can like keep adjusting from there and then you know adding those like stipulations for yourself right like okay i need to put in time but it has to be time at the computer but it has to be time at the computer when i'm focused you know and and then you'll get there so i do think it like brings up a balance point because like i think cat is right i could eventually learn to be good at it but one of the things that i've really struggled with throughout my life and like there's actually been a ton of like um particularly like business research done about like on failing faster and it's like all right maybe this just isn't for me and i need to pivot rather than like 
because I will absolutely like beat my head against the wall endlessly given the opportunity. So sometimes just like accepting that something's not for you and <laughs> moving on as fast as possible. Yeah, that's that's completely fine. Like I think that's extremely valid and it's great that you recognize and you're just like, nope, I can't do this. This is not going this is not going to work for me. So like beating your head against the wall on something you know isn't going to deliver results, then like why are you wasting your time? Like unless it's like this like ultimate mission of like I need to broaden my horizons. I need to make sure I'm good at playing on the phone as well as on the computer. Like, there's no reason to do that unless that's some, like, goal you set, like, arbitrary goal you set for yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's because I'm mentally ill, Kat. Um, so, I don't know I if mean, you guys have heard of the game Flux. But, like, um, yes. it's, it's like a, yeah, basically there's no way to win at the beginning of the game and you mm -hmm. make up the the win counts, yep. Mm -hmm. um, I lost two games of that in a row uh, when I first learned it from um, a friend. I then proceeded to make them play, I think, 30 more games over the space of like two days just so I could like try to figure it out. So like that's that's why I need the fail faster. <laughs> that's, I mean, I also have my own mental conditions going on too. <laughs> so I'm, I'm in that same boat. So... Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I, I guess like the whole thing of all this is I, I just I really hope that people recognize that there's things that they can do and try to find that work for them. I just you know, I, I feel like as a society as a whole, but I think in, in like the Hearthstone community and trying to improve, you know, obviously you have to learn the decks, right? You have to learn the plays and that kind of stuff. But there's also things like, okay, well, but what separates the people who are good, you know, or who can get legend every month from the people who get 11 star every month, right? Like there is a difference. It's just like, what are those people doing just slightly different? You know, is it a time commitment? Are they making those other adjustments like, you know, not playing when they're tired or, you know, whatever else it is, um, that works for them. Um, I don't know. Maybe you're familiar, uh, Smarms, but uh, he's, he hasn't really, I, I feel like I haven't seen him in a while. Stan Sifka was a player who on stream, when he was always competing, he was always eating a banana while he was playing <laughs> like on stream. And like, but that worked for him, right? It was, it. Yeah. it was something that like for him eating that banana, like it gave him energy. It was something good, you know, for him. Well like for his body, it was, but you'd always see him on, on broadcast during streamed matches and stuff. He was always just eating <laughs> bananas. Yeah. There is a huge it point works. to, um, even like you get in the habit of something. So even if it's not like the banana itself, that's actually habit helping you, um, it's the like routine and process. So there's this really interesting research, um, that, like paper that they did. And I can't remember from when it's from, but the main researcher on it actually had the idea because they were the best at playing beer pong after two beers. And so it's like getting in the same like state. And so like they, you know, obviously didn't research it like playing beer pong. Um, I think it was, you know, ended up being some sort of like animal study, but like, you know, the consistency of the, the routine, getting yourself in that mindset. 
So having some sort of like signal trigger, all right, like this is going to be like when I actually work hard on this makes a difference. Um, I know some people with ADHD will like light the house cleaning candle and that like makes a huge difference for them. So the, the habit is definitely something huge or like the making it feel like a routine mm-hmm. thing. I gotta say, I I've witnessed friends do something like that, where they've gotten they've gotten high, and then it's just all of a sudden they become very like they're always good at fighting games, but they like enter this like zen like state, and it's, it's the just, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's like the state of no mind. Yeah, and so like some people like do need like outside stimuli to like signal like all right, it's entering flow state time. Flow state, for those of you who uh, have the fortune of not working in, like, software businessy research all the time stuff, uh, is when, like, your mind kind of turns off a little bit and it kind of starts to feel more automatic. Um, and that's when, like, best performances tend to happen. But Yeah, you're kind of in the zone, right? Like, that's the... I guess would be like the layman's term for it, right? Like, yeah. you're, you're in the zone, like, you're feeling it, you're... Um, if again like referencing i've done a lot of this uh you know via other episodes we've recorded or some of my like strategy posts um if you are someone who is familiar with uh jared tendler and the book mental game of poker talks about a game being at your a game that's like your best generally if you're in that kind of a game you're the most like with it you're the most in the zone it's when you're playing your best right it's it's that same thing you're you're kind of in that flow state um so yeah absolutely um yeah i just i just kind of wanted to talk about that and kind of get get some things flowing for people in terms of like what kind of ideas um you know other than just you know i didn't want to approach this as like let's just talk about and say how to play x deck you know, because mm-hmm. I think, again, a lot of these, you can apply this to no matter what deck you're playing. You can apply this to if you're an aggro player or a control player, like finding something that works for you. Um, you know, whatever it is, like if you're trying to hit diamond for the first time or if you're trying to hit 11x every single month, like a lot of this stuff still applies no matter where you're at. So uh, thank you for for going on this little adventure with me. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. Yeah, definitely is. It's always very interesting to to talk with you about this stuff because it's it's something I don't think about a lot. So like it is certainly interesting to have, you know, talk to someone with a lot of insight into this. Yeah. I think so. like the other interesting thing is like applying it like taking these things that more traditional day job and like applying it to like oh yeah this would also help me be successful here but yeah i think that that's something you could do in just life like you can apply something that might be something that isn't it like you said in your day job it might be something you do with your career and then you find that there's like a parallel use for like something that is um Hearthstone related so it's it's highly possible and I think it's a really good like idea to just compare it and just see if that's even something that can happen you know yeah so I love making these kind of comparisons I can I do it all day I even did a while back 
I made a video, a YouTube video, about how doing Sudoku puzzles can make you better at Hearthstone. Like, I, I love connecting different stuff like that. I don't know. Hey. It's just, my <laughs> brain works. So yeah, I just like, I see all these different patterns and connections with stuff. And, you know, sometimes just making a comparison, I think maybe can, can help somebody. And I hope if our conversation even helps one person feel like they can climb that standard ladder a little better, then uh, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good point. So like, that's definitely a very nice way to wrap this up. So. Oh, oh, that is definitely a very good conversation to have and a very worthwhile point to think about. So. Um, I, yeah, it's definitely way more of the mission statement of the podcast than, <laughs> than other weeks have been. But um, hey. on that note, do you a good time. To, yeah, yeah. Take the poll question. All right. Yeah, go for it. So everybody, um, our poll question is, are you happy with the cards that were teased for nerfs this week? So um, the answers are yes, no, or give me rotation. Um, of course, we would love your votes, but also any comments that you would love to share. Uh, we'd love to hear them. Um, that's the poll question. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go into our wrap up with our plugs so you can find the show on twitter at dr3hs you can email the show at dr3hs at gmail.com uh follow our top pin tweets to join the dr3 discord you can find myself on twitter at alkaline underscore cat k-a-t and twitch.tv forward slash alkaline cat dragon rider Yes, you can find me now that I'm I'm back from dealing with IRL stuff, hopefully. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Donnie DK, D-A-W-N-I-E-D-K. Uh, YouTube, Twitch, TikTok, all that good stuff. Dragon Rider TCCG. Uh, hopefully this week also be kicking back up the TCCG roundtable where we talk all about just various card game things and especially if you enjoyed this topic uh we do try to do a lot of that kind of stuff as well over there just relating to card games and improvements in cards uh in general and then you know casting some supergirl battlegrounds this weekend super excited um arms. Our, yeah so you can uh find me on both twitter and twitch uh at send me your arms and also, I'm on Blizzlet, and I will also be part of the um, Supergirl stuff, so, Yes, know. as will I, I guess, so. Yeah. I guess go support your, your Doctor 3 people and come <laughs> watch, but. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm getting ready mentally. I'm, I'm getting ready. <laughs> Played a lot of Battlegrounds, so. Good. All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, you've been listening to Dr. Three. I think our podcast is more successful when we're all here. Boom. <laughs>